Hey, everybody. Um, on today's episode, I want to talk briefly. Uh, we'll have this is going to be a brief one, a brief teaser. Um, I want to talk briefly and share some resources that if you're not seeing and you're into this stuff, you definitely want to check out. Um, the first is, uh, first I want to share is about a gentleman by the name of Al Bielek, A-L-B-I-E-L-E-K. Now, how does this pertain to metaphysics? Uh, it sort of, it doesn't, but it pertains to time travel. And time travel to me is ephemeral, which is spiritual, which is metaphysical. Um, and metaphysical is meta, um, beyond the physical, which is spiritual. And Einstein said, uh, time is the fourth dimension. So, you know, you know, to go beyond space and time is, is time travel. It's the fourth dimension. Well, as we're trying to ascend to fifth dimensional ways of life, I feel like these are things that we all, the human race needs to be exposed to as one family that we are. Um, it's time we start opening our minds to things like this. And Al Bielek lived a very interesting life. Uh, he, I, I don't know exactly what years he lived, but him and his brother in what's called the Philadelphia Experiments, they time travel. They actually time travel from the period 1939 to 2137. And I'll leave it up to you all to look into it. It's, it's very fascinating. Um, he actually time travels to uh, the year 2137. And the first thing he notices is the TV's on a swivel, on a wall-mounted device. And for, for somebody who passed in 2011, this is you know pretty interesting because, I mean, flat screens are just getting in. They're still not really on a remote swivel. And the next thing he noticed was that uh, the table next to him was floating. There were, no, there were no legs. He was in the hospital. And the nurse told him, whoever... Um, sent you here through time tell them that it's not safe to send somebody through time like this without a spacesuit. And this is all on YouTube. His name's Al Bielek. A-L-B-I-E-L-E-K. Um, you can look him up. He went to the years 2137 and 2749 to 2751. And he saw that reality. Now, if you look up also a being by the name of Omega, O-M-E-G-A, time travel on YouTube, you should find something um, of a being. And if, if for any of these resources, if you want the exact resources, just inbox us at support at mrmetaphysical.com with any questions. And we'll try to link you to these videos, the exact resources, because um, I feel and we feel it's very unfair to leave you hanging. You know, we don't want to do that. We want to give you good resources, good guidance. Um, so Al Bielik went to another timeline. And we don't know, it could be our future. But they said in time travel, you tend to go to another timeline. Uh, this is what Omega said. That's why I referred you to Omega. But basically, um, Al Bielik travels to 2137, stays there for six weeks, and then, you know, travels to 2749. He doesn't know how he ended up there, but he just was in 2749 to 2751. And he came across a group of beings called the Wingmakers. Um, they were like genetically engineered, very intelligent human beings. And the wingmakers, um, the wingmakers had created an artificial intelligence. There were no longer governments. Every society was ran by, is run by, as a district, and it's run by an artificial intelligence. So 
he creates an artificial intelligence. And in doing so, in creating this artificial intelligence, he, when he creates this artificial intelligence, no, not he creates this artificial intelligence, he interacts and comes in contact with, I forgot what the name of it, what the name of it, it's on YouTube, it's on YouTube, A-L-B-I-E-L-E-K, Albelic, 2749-2741-2751. Well, he comes across these, these intelligent beings that have created this artificial intelligence and that runs the world. And the world's a utopia. Um, there's floating cities. Um, you know, we no longer use the ground for transportation, flying cars, uh, just everything. It's a utopia. People no longer work. Everybody's given a digital currency. Everybody's expected digital credit. Everybody's expected not to work, but it's understood that you're to make your contribution. And the people who, are, who have a bigger contribution to make, they get more credit, uh, I guess, so to speak. So a different type of currency. Um, and basically, it's a utopia. But the problem, they say, is that part of the reason they have them there is to tell us that um, indirectly that basically, in a nutshell, the challenge they're facing during that time period is the lack of creation. They found out that when people have life too easy, they don't rise to create new things. And when nothing new is created, many people fall into depression. And so this is the challenge they're facing because they're saying that, hey, that, and they're also saying that we have to realize that when people are too happy, they don't seek spirituality, I guess is what they're saying. And so they're scared that the people were going to become trapped in that reality because you live like 400 years at that time, I guess. And they extended the lifespan. And so um, basically, um, they give him that message. That's one of the key things they give him. He's, he's there for two years. You have to look into it. It's really amazing. Um, but I guess the main thing is that he meets, he meets the wing makers. Um, well, they end up sending him back. He doesn't want to leave. I think he even falls in love. He doesn't want to leave. But after two years, they send him back. Well, I don't know if he falls in love. He doesn't, I may be wrong about that. But he remembers, he, they send him back to destroy something in 1984, they say. And he successfully goes back there and destroys it. Well, afterwards, they send him to, um, they send him to, or somehow, I think he remembers to go back. You just have to look at his story. He goes back to 1939. Well, in 1939, from where he originally tra- traveled in the first place, he begins to work. It's his original life. He has his original life back. And he, he sets out to work on... Um, something that's going to help the people of that time. I can't remember. I don't know if it's for the war. I don't know what... He wants to help his country. He wants to help America. Well, as he's um, working, one day he gets called into a room and he knows that for him, he's like, oh, no, like, I'm in trouble. Well, as soon as he walks through the doors, he finds himself on what he says is another planet or the moon. And he gets interrogated by these aliens. And the aliens want to know what is it that he has told the people? What is it that they know? What is it that he knows? Um, I want him to go over everything he remembers. And I found it very interesting that he said the greys, the grey aliens, that when he mentioned to them that he came across the wingmakers, they freaked out. This is a very important because if you don't know, in the spiritual community, they say the greys um, 
our service to self-being. Um, they don't have our best interest in mind, uh, supposedly. We don't know. But um, so I'll say allegedly they don't have our best interest. <clears throat> they're, 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 they're here for themselves, whatever. So I decided out of curiosity to say, hey, let's per- peruse the Internet. Let me search the wing makers and see what, it, what can we find on, on the wing makers? Well, I think if you go to the wingmakers.com, you'll see a variety of things, beautiful artwork, um, different things you'll see there. But one thing that stands out to me is one thing that stands out is the interviews, the Neruda interviews with somebody by the name of Dr. Neruda. Um, those interviews are fascinating. Dr. Neruda, um, in the five interviews, he'll teach you not only how to be enlightened, but how to live a life, a better life, I guess, so to speak. But not only that, you know, we get that a lot. Uh, Mr. Metaphysical is more than just about living a better life. It's about giving you more exposure, widening your box so you could um, understand more of what's going on in this reality behind the scenes. If you ever, for any interviews, anybody who wants to be on Mr. Metaphysical, the podcast, reach out to me. Don't hesitate to reach out to me at um, support at mrmetaphysical.com or admin. No, matter of fact, admin at mrmetaphysical.com. We need to set up an email for that. We'll set up an email just for interviews. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're doing this live, actually, you know. Um, you know, we haven't had many people want to be guests yet, so we'll see. If that, if we, you're welcome. We're welcome to be a guest. But, um, so, it's important, and this I said I would keep this short today. How far are we? I think we've been on for about 10 minutes. But, basically, take a look at Al, at, at Al Bielik on YouTube. Take a look at, um, at in, a, under, in the world of aliens, take a look at um, wingmakers.com and enjoy the, reading the new Ruta interviews. But also, uh, I'll add one more source. You're going to hear me talk about it a lot, so this won't be the last time. If you get a chance, take a look on YouTube about on um, the text called The Law of the One. Law of the One. Um, very, very, very uh, powerful. Powerful book. Uh, it teaches you about how to understand life in the big picture, about what's going on here, and how to advance as a soul um, to get the most out of your soul growth while here. Soul growth is currency. DNA is currency. Uh, you know, well, where I leave the DNA went out for now, but anyway. Um, well, that's that's what I have for today. Um, hope you enjoyed it. We're going to get out and keep it short. But check into those resources. I'm sure you enjoy it. Hey, y'all. I'm Mr. Metaphysical. I love y'all. Um, talk to you soon.